all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and to command your week with the power of prayer. About to add our IG fam. Uh, there we go, everybody. Starting just a couple of seconds late tonight, uh, handling some important kingdom business that uh, took just about five additional minutes. But anyway, come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video tonight. Prayer is going to be powerful, as you know, it always is. And I need you to have great anticipation and expectation that uh, it's going to be powerful tonight. Come on, just come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight on Facebook, both Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, YouTube, Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, as well as both Instagrams for Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church. Let me do this. Let's move. There we go. Bam. Just come on in, guys. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. I pray your day has been amazing. Guys, respond. Tell me how your day has been. Come on. Talk to me. Has your day been good? Have you enjoyed it? Uh, has have great things been happening for you? I pray that this has been an amazing week for you already so far um, to start. And I believe it's going to get better and better and better. Come on in. Like the video, tell me where you want it from and share the video. Do me this favor. If it's your very first time on prayer, perhaps you're a part of our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. Let me just say uh, that I want to thank all of our great Uncommon Gospel Radio Network uh, family. We just did. Uh, I had the privilege of being their pastor of the month for the brand new um, Uncommon Gospel um, um, digital magazine that they did. And, uh, and, and I had the privilege of being the first pastor of the month. So we celebrate them for that. Combating COVID from our bed. We're going to keep you in prayer. We're going to absolutely do that. Good to see everybody from all of the different places. Little Rock, all over. Good to see everybody. Come on in. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this video. If you're on the Harvest channel, we love you too. Of course, right there, you got to look. There's a chat box right there for you to use. And of course, Periscope, all of our digital platforms. We're so glad that you're with us tonight. Do me this favor. If it's your very first time, just say my first time and do the hand wave emoji where you're at, wherever you're at. If it's your very first time, do the hand wave emoji and uh, just say my first time. We just want to shoot some love your way and let you know that we're glad that you're on prayer with us tonight. Uh, I love it. I started seeing some messages from y'all saying, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, Bishop, we always on time for prayer tonight. And I know again, as I mentioned, if you're just coming in, was uh, wrapping up some handling some kingdom business and and uh, I think that's probably the first time ever that prayer has started um, not right on time, which teaches us just a powerful principle. Let it be said of you that um, you are known for being consistent and coming through on time. Come on, just make this declaration. Say my reputation is of consistency. Somebody just type consistency. 
and timely. Can I get you to type both of those words about yourself? That you are consistent and you are timely. You are consistent and you are timely. Let, let that be your reputation. Father, in Jesus' name tonight, we thank you, God. Your word says in Genesis 12 that you would cause our names to be made great. And so, Father, we pray that the uh, that the reputation about us, when it says our name will be made great, it means that what is spoken about us, what is said about us, we pray, God, that tonight in the name of Jesus, that it be said that we are consistent and it be said that we are timely. It be said that we are those that get things done. It be said of us that we are people of excellence. Come on. It be said that we are people that are kings and are priests, that we are dependable, that we are reliable, that we make things happen, that we are spiritual and successful. Come on. God, Genesis 12 says that you bless us to be a blessing and you will make our name great. Let it be said about us that we are dependable. Let it be said about us that people will come looking for us when we're not where we say we're going to be because it's so unusual for us not to be on point. It's so unusual for us not to be doing what it is that we said we were going to do when we said we were going to do it. And for that, we give you glory. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody. Can you just give God an amen right there? I am seeing some messages here where it's saying there's a, a Facebook error, some type of Facebook error that's going on, some type of Facebook error. Can y'all just tell me whether or not we're good on Facebook? Tell me whether or not we're good on Facebook. Somebody tell me whether or not we are good on Facebook. It says there's some type of error and I just can't see what the error is. Somebody tell me if we're good on Facebook. Both the bishop, are you not seeing me on Facebook? All right. I don't know why you're not seeing me on Facebook. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Um, listen, tonight, um, if it is, and I see all of you on the Harvest Channel and all of that, I do not know why it is not on Facebook. It says that there is some type of an error on Facebook. So, all right. All right. Thanks, guys. I got the message. Thank you all. Um, exactly. Somebody says, listen, I was praying for you because like, I know my shepherd does not miss. You right about that thing right there. That I can tell you. All right. All right. All right. Okay. There's some type of, uh, some type of error. Nonetheless, we're going to keep it moving tonight. Um, and then, of course, prayer will replay uh, tomorrow night on Tuesday night. Can't see it on Facebook. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. I don't know why um, you cannot see it on Facebook. I'm not sure what the issue is, um, but, uh, but we will certainly get it get it handled. Uh, let's certainly get it handled because I don't know why. Anyway, praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, let's see here if I can push something through to make it happen. Let's see. I don't know that that did that. Anyway, while we are moving uh, in this tonight, uh, somebody says I was about to mask up. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, let me say this. Uh, if you missed yesterday's message, it was amazing. If you missed yesterday's message, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, and I want to encourage you in a couple of things um, to make sure you get our app. How do you get our app? You text the word harvest to the phone number 55498. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Text the word harvest to the phone number 55498. 498. So you can get our app. When you get our app, there's music, messages, and more that you're able to access and get a hold of. And so make sure um, that you get our app. Text the word harvest to 55498. That thing was uh, that thing was powerful yesterday. And the both experiences were great, but I encourage you to get that so that you can avail yourself to that. All right. Um, and then also don't forget tomorrow. Again, as I said, prayer will have a replay and uh, whatever the Facebook issue is, it should get corrected. This is why we have all of the digital platforms. Let me tell you why. Because with social media companies, they own your content. They own what you put up. They own that page. That is not your page. Those are not your followers. That is not your stuff. And so that's why we have the Harvest Channel. 
which is our own, um, so that that way we always own our own. So that if something like this ever happens where there is some type of a Facebook uh, issue or what have you, um, then uh, you're able, we're able to get in and to make that happen. Listen, with all of that, um, I also want to encourage you, if you're in the Atlanta area, do me a favor, text the word H-C-A-T-L to 55498. We'd love for you to be a part of our Atlanta launch team. It's amazing. So many people are uh, connecting to our Harvest Church Atlanta launch team, and it's going to be amazing. So we'd love for you, we'd love for you uh, to uh, be a part of that if you're in the Atlanta area. How do I do that, Bishop? Only thing you need to do is text HCATL. Can I get a few of you all to type that on every platform? Text HCATL to 55498. And when that happens, you'll be able to do that. Uh, the message was so good yesterday. I watched it twice today. Come on, watch it twice today. Can I ask you guys, tell me something that stood out to you from yesterday's message. It was called Get In There. Yeah, yeah. Get in there. Listen, it was amazing, right? It was powerful. And I trust and I pray um, that you were able to uh, avail yourself to it. But talk to me. Let me see your comments on something that stood out to you uh, from yesterday's message. What's something that stood out to you from yesterday's message? What we talked about was the difference between uh, well, we talked about what the difference between um, the Red Sea and the Jordan River. The Red Sea, and we're going to cover lots of this in prayer tonight. The Red Sea was all about the children of Israel, um, their past, their past. They came right out of Egypt, and the first thing they confronted out of Egypt was the Red Sea. And the Red Sea, it represents, watch this, listen, the end of a storm and the storm's ending. Why are those two different things? Because the ending of a storm means that the storm's in its fourth quadrant. Um, uh, but it, fourth quadrant. The fourth quadrant is the roughest. It is the most severe part of the storm, but it also means that the storm is ending. And for some of you, let that be re a revelation for you that whenever it's roughest, it's over. Come on, y'all. Whenever you got areas of your life where things are the roughest, that means these things are over. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you tonight, God. And we bless you and we honor you and we give you glory. We thank you tonight, God, that whenever there are areas in our life where it seems like it's rough, those are also the areas, God, where you are indicating the storm is at its ending. The fourth quadrant of a hurricane is the roughest part of the storm. But it means the storm is over. You literally, God, used wind and rain. You used a storm to part the Red Sea. So, God, we thank you that you use a storm to get us from where we are to where you desire for us to be. You use a storm to take us from what we're in and to what you desire for us to be in. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say hallelujah. We are grateful to you, God, for every storm. We're grateful, God, for every Red Sea moment in our lives. The storms are like ushers to get us from place A to B, from B to C, from C to D. Father, forgive us for complaining about our storm. Forgive us for being mad about our storm. Forgive us for being upset about our storm. But tonight, God, we say thank you. Come on, I need everybody to say thank you. We say thank you for our storms tonight, God. In the name of Jesus, that our storms, God, were literally being used by you to get us where you ordained for us to be. And whatever it is roughest, that also means, God, that it is almost over. Whatever it is ticking us off the most, that means that it is also over. And for that, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Can I get everybody everywhere to just say amen right there? Again, guys, if you're just coming into prayer, I understand there's a Facebook issue. 
tonight and uh, prayer where we play tomorrow. Uh, there's uh, nothing. We're in the middle of the broadcast now, so there's nothing we can do. But this is one of the reasons why we have the Harvest Channel, uh, because with social media companies, they own your content. YouTube, Instagram, all of them. They own that stuff you put on. That is not your stuff. They own that. And so that's why we have the Harvest Channel. Um, so then that way we always own our own stuff. All right. That's what that was so important to me, uh, especially when streaming became the primary modality to reach people. It was so important to me that we had our own so that we were never dependent on Facebook. Because, again, tonight, what if we were dependent on Facebook and Facebook's got some type of error where we're not able to stream? All right. Listen. Uh, I want us tonight, uh, as we journey in prayer, um, I want for you, and I'm seeing all of your awesome, nothing on YouTube. Now, YouTube says it's good. Now, y'all must be looking at the wrong YouTube. YouTube tells me it's fine. Now, I can see it on YouTube. So, no, YouTube is good. I can see it on YouTube. YouTube's fine. Um, but in all of that, um, uh, we'll continue moving uh, in this. Now, uh, uh, I want us to start prayer tonight like this. Um, a way that we typically start, but I really want you to begin to think, to begin to think about areas of your life. When we repent tonight, I want you to begin thinking about areas of your life where you know, where you know, where you know that those areas have got some errors. Well, you know that those areas need some change. How many of you just wave at me with a hand wave emoji? You know there's some areas of your life where you know those areas are need some change. You know those areas need some things to be different. You know there's some stuff you need to make different. Wave at me, wave at me. I see you. How many can be honest um, that you got some areas where you know there's some stuff that's not right that you're doing in those areas? Come on, let's be truthful. All of us, all of us, all of us, all of us. And here's the deal, guys. Sometimes not right. If I listen, sometimes here's what not right means. Not right, because the word sin, there's three types of sin in the Bible. Stay with me. The first is sin, which literally means to miss the mark. The second, the second, the second is called um, iniquity. That's generational sin, generational things that are passed down that we practice. The third is called transgression. That's to willfully deviate from what we know to be the truth. I want to pay attention to the sin. Because sin literally means to miss the mark. Think of it this way. It's a mistake. It means I looked at it wrong. Check this out. What if you had the right, watch me, what if you had the right response to the wrong action? I'm going to say that again. What if you had the right response to the wrong action? What do you mean by that, Bishop? What if the way you responded was right, only you responded to something that wasn't actually real? What if your response, what if what you did, what if what you said, what if how you acted was right, but it was only right based on you making an assumption? It was only right based on you thinking you're always right. Y'all ain't talking to me tonight. It was only right based on the fact that you don't want nobody telling you what to do. It was only right. What if you sinned and it, you, you said, Bishop, I wasn't out here smoking and drinking and cussing and sexing and all of that. But what if you had the right response to the wrong action? So you, you were responding to something that was not real. Many times where we fall into sin, many times where we miss the mark, if I listen, is because we're responding right to something that wasn't real. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. We're responding right to something that wasn't real. And so I said, Lord, what do you want for us to pray about? He said, the first thing when you are repenting tonight, he said, I want everybody to step back for a moment and consider the areas of their life and consider the areas um, where perhaps what they did, they thought was right, but it's because they were looking at something wrong. That's what sin means. Mistake. 
Mistake. What is a, another way to mistake? It's like, a, you ever taken a picture? There's somebody on my team that um, they used to be, they're getting better now, but they're notorious for when they took pictures, I would give them a tough time because they, I would, like, I'd be like, who are you taking a picture of? It wasn't, they were not getting the image that I wanted them to get. They know who they are. They're getting better. And for many times in your life, what you're facing, what you're dealing with is you responded right, but it was because of a mistake, a mistook. You did not see it right and you responded right to something that wasn't real. Did you hear me? You responded right to something that wasn't real. Literally, the seeing is an archery term, which means they would, when you would, if you were thinking like archery and you missed the mark, they would yell out, sin, you missed the mark. Tonight, I want you, before we repent, I want you to type some areas in chat across every platform. Again, I realize there's some type of error with Facebook. We'll keep it moving. Prayer will replay for those that uh, just to look at us on Facebook. It'll replay for them tomorrow. I want you to be real about some areas tonight and put them in the chat, but in the comments about some areas where you have mistook something or you, you responded right, but it was to something that wasn't real. Got it? You quit something because you thought you were about to get fired because you got called upstairs and didn't realize they were actually about to tell you something good. You avoided a conversation with somebody because you thought they wanted something from you and, and, and you lied about why you avoided uh, about the conversation, but really they had something to give to you, not to get something from you. Come on. Come on. Let's talk. I see relationships on here. Come on. What else? Communicating with others, jumping to assumptions. Come on. What else? Work. Come on, y'all. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. So many different things that are on. Habits, decisions. This is good. This is good. What else? Relationships. Yes, when talking to my, doesn't say who though, communication, this is good. All right, relationships, this is good. This is good. Many times where you sinned, where you missed the mark. See, if you if you if you're not married and you're having sex, that's not sin. That's transgression because you don't have to do that. It's sin when you're doing something and you didn't even know that what you were doing, you mistook it. I responded right, but to something that wasn't real. I responded right, but to something that was wrong. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We're avoiding hard conversations. This is good. Not assuming positive in, uh, in, uh, intentions. Tonight, I want for us to cover, when we go to, before the Lord to repent tonight for three types of sin. Sin, Mr. Mark, iniquity generational, transgression and willfully deviate. When we cover those things in prayer tonight, I want us to broaden our mentality. Because many times we are missing the mark because we don't know what we're aiming for. Many times we are missing the mark because we don't know what we're aiming for. Many times we are missing the mark because we do not know what we're aiming for. Somebody says, can you repeat that? What if your response is right, but it's to, but it's to something that's not real? Your response is right, but it's to something um, that's, that's, that's imagined, that's contrived. I want to cover it in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name tonight, God, we give you glory and we give you honor. We ask for forgiveness for all of our sin. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We ask forgiveness, God, for all of our sin, our sin committed knowingly and unknowingly. And tonight, God, we give you glory and honor that your blood covers us and your blood forgives us, God. In Jesus' name tonight, Father, we repent for sin, for where we have mistook, from where we have missed the mark, from where we have not, uh, Father, maybe we missed the mark because we didn't even know what we were aiming for. Your word says that anything that is not a faith is sin, which means we're going to miss the mark if we're not walking by faith. We're going to make a mistake if we're not walking by faith. Tonight, God, we ask you for forgiveness for that. And thank you that your blood covers us. God, show us where we sin. 
Show us where we sinned. Show us where we missed the mark. Because God, many times we think it's just a few things that are sin. Not realizing it is so much more than that. It is every time we mistake. It is every time we miss the mark. It is every time that we don't know what we're aiming for. It's every time that we walk by facts instead of faith. The opposite of faith is not fear. It is facts. It is what we are certain of. The opposite of faith is certainty. So God, forgive us for every time we walked by sight and not by faith. For every time we walk by what we could see instead of what you said. And tonight, God, we ask you for forgiveness for that in the name of Jesus. And God, we only not only do we ask you for forgiveness for that, we ask you for forgiveness, God, for our transgression. And for our iniquity, our transgression is our willful deviations for what we knew to be right. It is when we did wrong and we knew to do right. It is when we intentionally did our own thing instead of your thing. And in Jesus' name tonight, we ask for forgiveness. And finally, Lord, we ask you to forgive us tonight for our iniquity. These are the generational sins that we've passed down. These are the things that we were doing, God, that were practiced in our bloodline, practiced by relatives, practiced by family, practiced by mama them, cousin them, daddy them, whoever them. Forgive us for that tonight. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you tonight, God, that your blood covers us. It washes us. Your sacrifice on the cross 2,000 years ago, it washes us and it covers us and it cleans us and it protects us. It redeems us. The blood God is an instrument of redemption. What does that mean, Lord? That you literally buy us back. You've bought us back from what had us. You bought us back from depression. You bought us back from anxiety. You brought us back from fear. You brought us back from lack. You brought us back from uh, 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 bad relationships. You brought us back from anything that had us. You have redeemed us. Everybody type, I'm redeemed. You have redeemed us. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we give you honor and glory in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Father, we thank you that we can boldly approach the throne of grace and attain mercy in our time of need and mercy, uh, God, that covers us and protects us. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody to say amen right there. Amen right there. Listen, again, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell us where you're watching from, share the video. I am aware of there being some type of error uh, with Facebook, um, and uh, that's why we have all the different mediums. Prayer will replay tomorrow night, um, and uh, I'm just make sure you have our app so you get uh, you can get that live in case you want to watch it on Facebook. And then I recognize there's some people that only use one or one platform. That's why for Harvest, we've got all these different digital platforms. So that if one is ever down, we do not have to worry about it. Um, let that be a lesson for you. Can I get a few of you to type belt and suspenders? Can I get a few to type that? What is that? Belt and suspenders is a phraseology that means this, that um, I will not allow myself to be in a situation where I'm without because I have a belt and I have suspenders. They do the same thing, but I made sure I had both of them. And for many of you in 2021, this is going to be your year to have both of them. Belt and suspenders. Belt and suspenders. I'm going to make sure that I am never in a situation where if one thing shuts me down, I don't have options. I need you to just type, I've got options. We have got options. We've got options. Father, in Jesus' name, I declare that you would show us our options, God, that we are not um, dependent on one thing and one thing only. We are dependent on you. God, our job is not our source. It's a resource. People are not our source. God, they are resources. We've got belt and suspenders. That means we've got options. God, you've got a multitude of ways 
to provide for us. For every entrepreneur, don't you let one employee or one team member ever put you into thinking that's your only way. You have got options. God gives you a belt and suspenders. Do not think that you have to tolerate bad relationships, bad people, bad mess, bad junk. You do not. The spirit of the Lord says, watch me, I am the God that provides for you. Come on. And since God, you provide for us, we've got options. When Balaam wouldn't listen, you spoke to a donkey. What were you saying? Balaam, I can speak to a human or I can even speak to an animal. I can speak to a human being. I can even speak to a jackass. I can speak to a prophet or I can even speak to somebody that you wouldn't even think I could use. God can use anything to get us everything. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus name. Come on, everybody. Say amen right there. Um, so listen, just a couple of quick things again. Um, if you're just coming in, I, I'm aware of the Facebook issue, and uh, and so you will be good. Uh, prayer will replay tomorrow night, and uh, and it'll be back on there. But again, this is why we have all these digital platforms. I encourage you, make sure. I see tons of you that are over there on the Harvest channel. Make sure. I know the chat's uh, on the side, and uh, and what have you there, depending if you're on a mobile device, it may be under the video. Uh, but just know that we make all of these platforms available for you because, again, social media, they own your stuff, not you. And so we always wanted to make sure we had our own, uh, and that's what the Harvest Channel is. It's our own so that if one ever starts tripping with us, we are not worried about it. All right? Let me lastly say this. Um, guys, I'm, we've been getting reports about people spamming people's pages and doing it in the name of the Lord and that type of thing, or doing it, um, you know, in a spiritual sense or what have you. Just know we don't endorse anyone spamming anybody's inboxes and 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 and, and all of that uns in an unsolicited fashion. Just know that we don't we don't endorse that. And so if people do that. Just know that that is not the church is doing. I will never send someone to spam you in your inbox. You'll get a call from administration if I'm sending for you. And if we don't have the information, you'll get it. It'll come from an official channel. Right, but it won't be spamming you, okay? So just so that everybody knows that, all right? People will people will try to spam you and say the spirit of the Lord, you know, not just you grow, you do what you want, but just know the church and I do not endorse um, jumping into people's inboxes and spamming and all of that. All right, listen. Um, I'll, the next thing I want to cover it's the eleventh day of this year, um, and I want to cover uh, eleven is a is a biblical number that actually means this. Listen to this; it's a biblical number. Um, that actually means disorder, chaos, confusion. Disorder, chaos, confusion. Um, when Judas took his life, um, there were 11. There were 11. And 11 means disorder, chaos, confusion. How many of you do you have, um, how many of you do you have some areas of your life where you feel like it's in 11? There's disorder, chaos, or confusion. How many, let's just be honest, you have some areas of your life where you feel like it's got some disorder, some chaos, or some confusion in it across every platform. Just do that hand wave emoji. If you feel like you got some areas of your life where there's some disorder, perhaps some chaos, or some confusion, just wave at me. Just wave at me. Disorder. It's not one, two, three, four, five. It's one, 32, a zebra, and a duck. Right? It's not, things are not in order. They're not in the order that they should be. I see several hands going up. Um, I want to cover those areas in prayer. And I want to remind you, I want to point you back to the first set of messages that we did for the series, Set It Off. At the end of the year, we did the message, Set It Off, in our series, Emmanuel. Then we started the series, Set It Off, uh, last week. And I want to point you to those messages. Uh, I want to remind you that when Ezekiel began to get things in order, what did he do? He spoke. 
Come on, everybody type that. Speak, speak, speak. One of the reasons that during prayer and even while I'm preaching, I have you say so much is because what you say about you uh, is very powerful. And here's why. The scripture says that the name of the Lord, Moses says to him, he says, and Lord, um, uh, we know you as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is, but we don't know your name. What is your name? And here's the Lord's response. My name is a year, a share, a year in Hebrew. I am that, that I am. Here's what it means. I will prove who I am and what I am. I will prove who I am and what I am. But I need you to catch this. The reason you have to say it is because I am, which is the name of the Lord. That's what he described himself as. Whatever follows your I am, what you're saying is God said. Listen, whatever follows your I am, what you're saying is God said. So if you keep saying, if you say nothing, then essentially nothing's being spoken over your life. You have got to learn that life and death are in the power of your tongue and you have to speak it. If you say I am, and let's put a negative term, if you say you're broke, what you're saying is the Lord says this. If you're saying I am weak, what you're saying is the Lord says this. That's why at Harvest, I'm conscious of the songs we sing and the words we say. And there's songs I have said, change these lyrics to this, because we are not going to say something that is anti-scripture just because it makes people feel good. <clears throat> we are not going to say something that's anti-Bible just because it's a popular song. I could give two clucks about a doggone popular song. At the end of the day, if it's not Bible, it ain't something we're going to be able to do. Come on, y'all. Somebody needs to say, I ain't going to be able to do it. I ain't going to be able to do it if it ain't Bible. I ain't going to be able to do it. So whatever follows your I am. So this is why I have you things say things like my next 12 will be my best 12. My is a derivative of I am. Got it? Uh, I am. My next 12 will be my best 12. This is why I have you say things like I'm blessed. I'm favored. Uh, all of that. Why? Because what you're saying is God said that. You got to to bring order. You got to start with yourself. Before we get to your situations, I want to deal with you. I want to deal with you. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for our tongue. And we pray that our tongue and our confession about ourselves tonight, we pray, God, that it would be right. We pray that it would be Bible. We pray that it would line up with what you say about us. Forgive us, God, for letting anything follow our I am that is not something that you want us to say. So, Father, we cancel every negative demonic, destructive, I am, or derivative thereof, we have ever speaking concerning our, spoken concerning ourselves, and we, right now, God, we replace them. See, before we can bring order to our lives, we have to bring order in ourselves. Before we can bring order to situations in our lives, we have to bring order to ourselves. And tonight, God, that's what we do. So we cancel every negative I am, and derivative thereof that we've ever spoken. And tonight, God, we replace them. We say, I am favored. Come on. We say, I am blessed. Come on. We say, I am skillful. We say, I am strong. We say, I am wise. Come on. Type it on the screen, please. We say, I am debt free. We say, I am blessed to be a blessing. We say um, that we are. Uh, we say, God, uh, that I am skillful. We say, I am wise. We say, I am the head and not the tail. We say, I'm above only and never beneath. We say, all things work together for my good and I am good. We say, I am great. We say you make our name great. Come on, I need you to type it on the screen. Every platform, let's go. 
Whatever follows your I am, what you're saying is you are using the name of the Lord. And every time you say, put something after I am that's negative, watch me, you are taking the name of the Lord in vain. Got it? A lot of people going around talking about, you see, Chad, that's why I don't say this particular cuss word with, with, with a couple of initials. Uh, let's just go there. I don't say GD. All right, let's just go there because I ain't taking the name of the Lord in vain. Let me help you. Let me get you together because you ain't getting there. The, the name of the Lord is not God. God is a sixth century Germanic term, which comes from the word gudon, which means source. God is a title. It's not a name, which means that's why God says you should have no other gods because it's a title, not a name. He didn't name them. He just says you will have no other sources but me. Let's cover that. Father, forgive us for making other sources beside you. Forgive us for making people our sources. Forgive us for making relationships our sources. Forgive us for making money our source. Forgive us for making material things our source. Forgive us, God, for making anything our source but you. You said we shall have no other gods, no other sources before you. Forgive us for every time we made something else a source besides you in Jesus' name. All right? So, so God is a title, not a name. He says, you, my name is, <laughs> my name is, say my name, say my name. My name is, I am. So every time you put something crazy after your I am or a derivative thereof, my, all right, that's a derivative of I am. Every time you put something negative there, what you're doing is taking the name of the Lord in vain. You are misusing his power. You are misusing his power. You are misusing his power. Your job is not your source. Your kids are not your source. Your husband is not your source. Your wife is not your source. For some of you, I just heard this in the spirit. Y'all free me up. I just heard this in the spirit. For some of you, the reason you have such relationship challenges like what you're dealing with now is because you made them your source. And the reason you're looking at them side at now is because God had to show you that they're not your source. So what, what happened is that some tribulation came in so that you'd stop making your spouse your source because you were out of order. Come on. You are out of order. So God says, I told you I ain't going to have nobody before me. So what I did is I pull, I put some drama in your relationship. I put some mess in your marriage. Why? Because you're going to learn he is not your source. You're going to learn she is not. You love him, but that's not your source. Y'all ain't talking to me. For some of you, your marital problems would end tonight if you'd stop expecting them to be your source. Your marital problems would end tonight if you stopped expecting them to be your source. Some of you dating, your problems would end if you, that's not your source. They are not responsible for making you happy. They are not responsible for making you feel loved. They are not, they are not responsible for that. Hey, my God, come on here tonight, y'all. Come on, come on. Somebody just type in and say, Lord, you are my source. You are my source. You are my source, God. Some of you, some of your family relationships, the reason they so tore up and ratchet now is because you made your sister your source. You made your brother your source. You made your cousin your source. And God said, I got to introduce some mess. I got to introduce some drama because you're going to learn today they are not your source. And for some of you parents who go, oh, my kids are my life. God says, I'm going to make them turn on you so that you realize they are not your life. They're part of your life. He is our life. He who finds God finds life. Who am I talking to tonight on prayer? Who am I talking to tonight on prayer? Right? 
For some of you, your kids have flat foot turned on you because you made them your source. And so God says, I'm going to show you they ain't your source. I can show you, but I can tell you. Your job is not your source. And for many of you, that's why you run into issues with you because you made it your source. Your source. Your source. It is not. That's why you should do well in whatever you do because this ain't my source. I'm doing this as to the Lord. Come on, we're about to go here. Father, your word says everything we do. Do it heartily as unto the Lord. Do it heartily with all of us unto the Lord, God, because you are our source. Colossians 3, 23 to 24. You are our source. So God, we only begin to slacken what we do because we think that's our source. No, everything we do, we do it for you. God, when we clean, we clean for you. At our job, we work for you. Uh, 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 what, as we serve, we serve unto you. Unto you. When we clean the bathroom, we are cleaning it as unto you. When we clean our homes, we are cleaning them as unto you. Everything that you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord. And for that, God, we say thank you. And for that, God, forgive us for ever underdoing something, half doing something. Give a 99 and a half. Old school song said 99 and a half. Just won't do. Why? Because this isn't to a person. This is to God. Everything we do, God, it should honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Come on, y'all. Amen. Everything we do. If you cooking, you cooking like God's coming to eat. Y'all ain't talking to me. If you're cleaning your house, you're cleaning your house like God is coming over. Got it? And you ain't finna throw stuff under there. Everything we do, we do it as unto the Lord. Our physical fitness, we, we're giving our bodies back to him. Come on. That's why, that's why it's important that we're healthy. Why? This is his body. This is the temple of the Lord. Everything we do, we do it as unto the Lord. How you treat your kids, you're doing it as unto the Lord. Now, they're not the Lord. Don't get it twisted. All right? Oh, my God. This is good to me. All right. So, I said, how many of you, I started with this, feel like there are areas of your life where things were 11, things were out of order, things were not in place, there was chaos or confusion. And the first thing Ezekiel had to do was Ezekiel had to get himself together. So what does the Lord do? He asked him, son of man, can these dry bones live? Can they live? And, and Ezekiel responds, Lord, you know, and you know it's not like a question. You know, was a statement of affirmation. The first thing God did before Ezekiel brought order to what was around him is he brought order in him. He made sure he answered right. All right, here's where I want to go tonight, prayer. How many of you, um, there's been some things where in your emotions, in the moment, you answered something wrong? Let me give you an example. Um, how are you going to fix this problem? Well, I don't know. That's a wrong answer. Then why are you there? If you're not a problem solver, then why do you have the seat you sit in? Come on. Come on. Talk, y'all. Why y'all get so quiet? Talk. All right. Um, uh, here's, here, here's the wrong answer. Um, uh, you know, can this situation get better? Psh, I'm so sick of this. That's a wrong answer. Wrong answer. Notice what you just said. I'm so sick of this. Here's what you just said. God make me sick. That's what you just pray for. That's just what you that's what you just pray for. You just said, and the Lord says you're sick. That's what you just pray for when you say that. I'm so sick of this. I, I had to catch myself. I conquered that phrase last year. Because I can I be honest? That was one of my go-to phrases. I'm so sick of this. That was one of my go-to phrases. 
And the Lord said, would you pay attention to what you're saying? That's what you want me to do? Okay, we all have done that. So the first thing God did to Ezekiel is he brought Ezekiel in order with himself. Because when you're in order, you can bring order. It's very difficult to bring around you what has not first started in you. 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 All right. So I want to cover the order that's in you. All right. I want to bring order to your emotions. I want to bring order to your thoughts. I want to bring order to what you speak. We cover what you speak already. So we'll do your emotions and your thoughts. Then we're going to move to your situation. Father, in Jesus name, we cover our emotions and our thoughts and we bring order to them. That means, God, that we're thinking in a way that solves problems, doesn't just get circuitous with them. We pray, God, that we think in a way that uh, is not caught up in, in being emotional. God, there's nothing wrong with having emotions. There is something wrong when we're emotional about something that we are supposed to evolve in. And we pray, God, that our emotions would not dictate to us, but we would dictate to them. That our emotions would not direct us, but that we would direct them tonight in the name of Jesus. And tonight, God, we give you honor uh, that there is order in us. Come on. There is order in us. Please type that, y'all. There is order in me. There is order in us. God, so that everything we face, 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 we can bring order to because there is first order in us. I pray for every leader right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that there'd be order in you so you can bring order to what you lead. I pray for every follower that there be order in you so there can be order in how you follow. You are never going to be a more effective leader as you are a follower. Your fellowship determines the breadth of your leadership. And we declare there's order in us tonight. We declare we will not get caught up in our emojis and our emotions and start making dumb emotional decisions because of the moment we're in. We declare, God, that we possess our souls. The scripture says, by patience, you will possess your soul. What does that mean? I will gain control of my soul through patience. And patience means there's order in my emotions. Patience means there's order in my emotions. I pray order in our emotions. I pray order in our thoughts. I pray order in the way we process things. I pray that we would start with the solution in mind. I come against negaholic thinking. I come against thinking that is filled uh, uh, um, with finding problems without solutions. I come against thinking that is always looking for a way out instead of a way through. Come on. And in Jesus' name, we declare there is order in us. And our thoughts and our emotions in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody say amen right there. Folks, if you're just coming in, folks, <laughs> if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, share on the Harvest channel. How do you share? Depending on the type of phone you have, you've got the button at the bottom where you can share the web page with somebody. So click below to share that. Periscope, um, you can click the share. Instagram, you can click the little triangle and share it with somebody. YouTube, and you can click the share button and text it to somebody, share it with somebody. And of course, I do know, as I've already made reference to a few times already, I do know there's some type of error with Facebook. And uh, and so we, we are certainly uh, looking um, for that to get corrected and it should be corrected here. Uh, I guarantee it'll be corrected right after prayer, whatever that issue is. Uh, okay, Mr. Zuckerberg, it's Mark. Got to catch a flight and come out here himself and fix it. I bet you he going to have it fixed tonight. I can tell you that much. Um, and so, but prayer will replay tomorrow night 
So make sure that you have our app. Let me say it one more time. If you don't have our app, get our app. How do you do it? Text HARVEST to 55498. Can I get a few of you all to type that on every platform? And then if you don't have the app, screenshot it so that you can go get the app right after prayer tonight. That way you get notifications every time we go live. And then again, um, the Harvest Channel and all of that. Uh, we do it that way um, so that if there's ever an issue like tonight with Facebook where it ain't streaming, um, then we always have our own, which is the Harvest Channel. Aren't you grateful? Again, let that be revelation for some of y'all. Belt and suspenders. But I just heard this. For some parent, you need to have babysitter one and, and you need to have a backup. I do not know who that's for. For some of you, you, you need to have primary and you need to have a backup. You need to have primary and a backup. For every leader, you got to make sure you got a primary and a backup. I learned that a long time ago. All right? Uh-uh. So I built a system that says I am not dependent on one person to do nothing. Come on here. Belt and suspend. That's a whole word. Jesus, that's a whole word. Belt and suspenders. All right, I, I want to move in this. Ezekiel gets order in himself. What does he say? Uh, the Lord says, can these dry bones live? And remember, bones mean pains in Hebrew. Pains, a valley of self, a valley of the same, a valley of pains, a valley of strength, and a valley of wood. Valley of pains, self, the same, and wood. Which means if I handle myself right, if I deal with some of the same situations the right way, and if I deal with my pains the right way, it becomes strength that I am able to build. I'm able to build. That's what the wood is for. You only need wood to build something. And I need you to declare this over your 2021. I'm building. Come on, speak that. I'm building. I'm building. I'm building. I am building. You're under construction this year. You are building. You are building. You are building. You're going to take your pain. You're going to take some of the same situations. You're going to take some of the same uh, 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 issues you've dealt with with yourself. And that's going to become your strength to build. That's going to become your strength to build. What are you building? You're building a better body. You're building a better family. You're building a better marriage. You're building a better servanthood. You're building better dedication to what you're called to do. Come on. What are you building? Let's go here. Type it on the screen. What are you building? Come on, every platform. What are you building? Type something. What are you building? What are you building? Type it. You build it, but let's be clear. What you building? What are you building? And is it a better you? Put that on the screen. Building a better you. Is it an in-shape you? Is it a debt-free you? Come on, put it on the screen. Come on. It's the strength to build. You wouldn't have the strength to build if you hadn't been through pain. Father, while they're typing, we're going to give you thanks for pain. Thank you for every painful situation we've endured. Thank you for every painful thing that we've gone through. It gave us the strength to build. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. Come on here. I'm building the church. Come on here. A better me. A legacy of love. Come on. A more disciplined self. Come on. Shalom. Good evening. God bless you. Come on. A, a better mentality in me, a debt-free me, a more consistent me. Come on. I'm building a business to create generational wealth, building ministry, a better servant, better me, better business, and in shape me. All right? So what does Ezekiel do? We're almost done. What does Ezekiel do? You guys, you can keep typing it on the screen. What does Ezekiel do? 
Um, the Lord places them in a valley of dry bones. Bones, I've taught you the Hebrew word etzem. It means self, same, pain, strength, wood. In that order. The order is important because you can't have strength before you deal with yourself. Right? You deal with yourself. You deal with some of the same situations. You deal with your pains. Then that becomes strength. And then you have the strength to then build. Um, in all of that, um, one of the things that Zeke does, <laughs> that Zeke does, after the Lord says, can these dry bones live? In other words, can anything good come out of this? It's like Ezekiel, everything that you just walked through, because the Bible says he took them around the bones and he took them through the bones. The Lord made him circle the bones and the Lord made him walk through the bones. So in other words, there's a couple times, everybody listen, he had to deal with it more than once. For some of you, I just heard this in the spirit. We're going to cover this. You have been beating yourself up that you're dealing with something again. Who are you? Wave at me. If you've been beating yourself up because you're dealing with something again, you're like, not this again. Wave at me right now. I'm about to help you. We're about to get that covered in prayer. The Lord made Ezekiel circle the bones. We don't know how many times he had to circle the bones before he got it. And for some of you, you've had to go around a couple of things a couple of times. But I need you to make this declaration and say, but I got it this time. Hey, come on. But I got it this time. I see several hands, but I got it this time. Father, I rebuke guilt and I rebuke condemnation, Father, and we invite godly sorrow. Godly sorrow is what leads us into repentance. It's the goodness of God that leads us into repentance. That's godly sorrow. That means that we say, hey, Lord, listen, I, 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 didn't, I, I can't believe I'm here, but I'm thankful that you get me through this and I'm thankful that you get me out of this. But this time, Father, we pray. Uh, we don't know how many times Ezekiel had to circle those bones, but we declare that we got it this time, that this time, no cycles, no circles, no cycles, no circles that are negative in our life. Father, and we pray that now that there's order in us, we will be able to speak order into what is it around us. Now that there's order in us, we will be able to speak order into what is around us. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody on every platform to say amen right there. Amen right there. Um, so listen, guys. Um, wow. We're almost out of time. Um, then the Lord says, now prophesy, son of man, to the bones. Prophesy to the bones. Prophesy to the bones. Speak 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 to your pain. Speak to yourself. Speak to the same situations that you've dealt with before. Speak to it. Speak to your strength. Um, and the Bible says, and he prophesied as he was commanded. And when he began to bring order, you know the story, but we're about to cover this in prayer. Right? And I want everybody to listen. Notice what the Lord didn't tell him to do. Why do you need to speak? Because there's pieces you don't know where they go. There's pieces you do not know where they go. I'm going to say it again. There's pieces you don't know where they go. Could you imagine Ezekiel? It's a valley of bones. People that were once living. Could you imagine Ezekiel trying to get all these different bones together? Could you imagine? He's not a doctor. He's not a medical doctor. Could you imagine him trying to get, get different pieces and put these different pieces together? Could you imagine that? There are pieces of your life you don't know where they go yet. 
So the reason I speak is because when I speak, I am behaving like God. Come on, God, we pray that when we speak, we be behaving like you. Your word says that you are the God that speaks. In Genesis, you spoke everything and you created everything. You spoke everything and you created everything. Ezekiel would have looked like a fool if Ezekiel Ezekiel, Ezekiel would have looked like a fool if he was trying to put all of the different bones together and put this bone with that bone and this bone with that bone. And he did not know where all of the pieces went. But when he began to speak, they knew where they went. Father, we pray that we would operate in the highest form of our spirituality, just like you in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, that we, you said we are in your image and your likeness, that you are a speaking spirit. Everything that was, you spoke it. Everything that was created in Genesis, you spoke it. God, this is bigger than just positive confession and positive thinking, because that says, look at me. No, what we're doing is using Bible, which says, look at God through me. Come on, look at God through me. I can do all things through Christ. Positive thinking and positive affirmation simply says, I can do all things. We realize, God, that if it's going to get done, it's going to get done through you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, um, give us, God, the grace to speak like you. John 6, 63, the words you speak are life and they are spirit and they bring life. And for that, we say thank you. Um, guys, this last part I want to cover. So what happens is this. Um, 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 what happens is this. He says, speak to the bones. Say this. Bible says that Ezekiel begins to prophesy as the Lord commanded him, and he's speaking to the bones. For a moment, I want everybody to look at me, because the question I asked you was how many feel like some areas of your life are 11? They're out of order. There's confusion, disorder. All right. Everybody listen. Um, I want you for a moment to just consider how crazy Ezekiel looked. For a moment. Let's think about this. Zeke. You're gonna speak to some bones. You, you're crazy. But listen, there are certain things that you are so afraid of looking rational that you stopped being spiritual. I'm gonna say that again. There are certain things that you have become so afraid at. Um, to where you want to look rational, to where you're not spiritual. Faith is irrational sometimes. All right, what do you mean? Peter, walk on water. Never done that before. You about to do it now. All right? Some of you, to say debt-free, that's crazy to you because you ain't seen nobody debt-free, but you're going to be the first. You're in 2021. Some of y'all that know you're going to be the first in your bloodline to do it, just put a one on the chat. You're going to be the first in your bloodline to be out of debt. First in your bloodline to be a seven-figure earner. Why? You're blessed to be a blessing. You've graduated beyond needing cash, cars, and clothes. Boo. You've graduated beyond that. You're blessed to be a blessing. Sometimes you want to be so rational that you stop being spiritual. Like Ezekiel, speak to these bones? Just imagine how crazy that sounds. That's, ir that's irrational. Okay, Lord. You want me to sit here in the middle of this valley. If I listen, because I'm going to help you. 
And you want me to speak to bones that are dried from people that died. What? Man, take this stuff somewhere else. Here's what Rational would have done. Rational would have said, okay, Lord, we're in this valley. Can, this, can these dry bones live? Yes, Lord, you can make them live, but I need to figure out how to get out. Rational would have said, let me find a way out of this valley. Rational, oh my God. If you're rational, this is why you're so tired. You're rational. You're rational. Because rational would have said, let me spend my all night trying to get out the valley. Rational would have said, let me, let me try to climb up out of this. That's what rational would have done. Are y'all listening to me, prayer? Rational would have said, let me get up out of this valley. Rational would have said, let me, let me call some backup to get up out this valley. That's what rational would have done. Rational would have said, yea, though I walk through the valley, I better keep walking. That's what rational would have done. Irrational says, the valley is about to produce for you. I'm about to throw my chair. I'm going to throw my chair. The valley is about to produce for you. Some of you are so busy trying to get out of stuff that you're being rational and not being spiritual. Hey, God, make us spiritual. Make us people of faith tonight. Make us spirit people of spirit and people of faith tonight. Jesus. Rational would have said, let me get up out this valley. Rational would have said, let me call some of my other prophet friends and see, listen, and see if they can prophesy me out of this valley. Mm. Rational would have said, let me call an army to come get me out of here. Faith and spirituality said, speak to us in the valley. I'm about to throw the chair. So let me just get up out of it so I don't make, make up no walls. All right. I can't throw. I can't tear that wall up. All right. I don't need another project. Got enough. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Instead, God said, when you spiritual, I'm going to make the valley produce for you. Everybody listen, because we're about to cover this in prayer. There's some stuff in your life where it's out of order. It's disorderly. It's chaotic. And rational says, I want it over. Rational says, I want out. But what spirituality and faith says, speak to it. Speak to bones and tell bones live. And the Bible says, okay, hear ye the word of the Lord, dry bones. Think of how stupid that looks. It looks stupid. Oh, my God. It looks dumb. You want me to sit up and speak that my children get saved? That looks crazy, Bishop. You want me to speak? Oh, you want me to pull out my profit and loss statement and my, and my balance sheet and my transaction report? And you want me to prophesy to that? Yes. That's exactly what I'm telling you to do. You want me to walk in my kids' rooms that ain't doing right and anoint them and speak into them rather than just whoop them? That's exactly what I want you to do. That's exactly what I'm telling you to do. Listen, you want me to not get caught up in fights with people and you just want me to ask the Lord to handle them? I can handle them. I can handle this. I can cuss her out. That's exactly what I'm telling you to do. It's irrational. It's irrational. He says, Hear ye the word of the Lord, you dry bones. Come on, I got to quit. I'm over time. Uh, hear ye the word of the Lord, you dry bones. All right, you shall live. And you want to know what the Bible says? And there was a noise. First thing that happens is there was a noise. And I taught you that those two noises, one means that there was complaining and one means that there's confusion. Let me tell you how you know order's coming is there's complaining. 
How many people you've been complaining or somebody around you's been complaining? Wave at me. That's how you know order's coming. 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 Then secondly, it, it says that there uh, was uh, uh, confusion. There's complaining. There's confusion going on. There was a noise. There was a rattling and a noise. And both those words in Hebrew mean complaining and confusion. And then the Bible says, but guess what? The bones started coming together. Bone to bone. How did the bones know where to go? This is why you have to be spiritual. Because you didn't know where that bone went. Imagine all of the little bones that are in here. All right, I'm a doctor, not a medical doctor. I don't know nothing about all these little bones in here, the whatever. I don't know. that I, I couldn't even begin to tell you. I can Google it, though. I can find out. I couldn't begin to tell you. You didn't know where everything needed to go. And this is why I encourage you not to miss church, not to miss prayer, because there's pieces you don't even know where they need to go. That's why he had to speak to them. And say, come together. I don't even know where you go. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. So that may be the big one, but what all? The, there's all kind of little, little ones. All right? So the Bible says the bones begin to come together. Here's, we're about to cover this in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we speak to our dry bones. Come on, y'all, let's go up. We speak to our dry bones tonight. We speak to our valley of dry bones, our self, our same, our pains, our problems, and we speak the word of the Lord to them tonight. And in Jesus' name, we say, hear ye the word of the Lord. Come together and work for us. Come together and work for our good. Every bone, every problem, every pain, everything, come together and work for our good. Bone came together. Bone to its bone, which means when Ezekiel started to speak and speak order, things started connecting and he didn't know where they went. Uh, there's things in our lives we don't know where they go. We don't know how they're connected. We don't know who we're supposed to connect to. Should we do this? Should we do that? How does it work? But when we begin to use what you taught us, Father, things begin to connect. We declare all things are coming together. Type that on every platform, please. It's coming together. It's coming together. It's coming together in the name of Jesus. And finally, finally, y'all, the bones come together and the bones are standing up. And, and, and guess what? Then the next thing is, well, they needed, they needed flesh. So there's flesh. Flesh come onto the bones. Sinews and all of that. What does that mean? All of the flesh, all of the ligaments and, and, and tendons and all of these things began to come together. So imagine a skeleton. Got it? Imagine a skeleton that's got bones and all, you know, it's got bones, it's got muscle. Flesh is covering them. But guess what? Then the Bible says, here it is. We're about to end right now. Everybody say with me. Don't hop off. Don't hop off. Don't get off. Don't get off. Um, Because we got to drop that net and give people a, a chance to come to the Lord tonight. Um, and then what happens? He says, but there's no breath in them. They're not alive. They're not alive. Here's the next thing we're about to do. The bones are not alive. So I got this army of skeletons. Some of y'all can kind of see me. I got this army of skeletons and they just stand in here like this. I got this arm. Or not, they're more than skeletons because they've got bones and muscles and sinew and tissue on them. But they're not breathing. They're not living. Some of you, you got ideas that never live. Some of you, you've got stuff that's standing, but it ain't moving. You have things that are stagnant, but they're not moving. So you know what he said? He said, hey, Ezekiel, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy to the breath. What does this mean? That means whatever I need, I can call it in, in the spirit. And tonight, guys, we're going to spend this last little couple of minutes on prayer, calling in some stuff in the spirit. He says, tell the breath to come in them. What 
What do you mean tell the breath? Don't, everybody listen to me. Don't get rational now when the only reason you've made it this far is because you were irrational. You showed up to church. I read that card at the 1115 yesterday. Somebody said two years ago, they showed up to church to drop somebody else off and they came in. They didn't believe in God that day. They got saved and been faithful for two years. Didn't even believe in the Lord two years ago. Came to church that Sunday. It was two years to the day yesterday when they wrote me the card. That's irrational. Why would I go into a place for God I say I don't believe in? Shut up. Why would I do that? It's irrational. That's irrational. So don't get rational now when irrationality got you here. And by that, I mean faith got you here. The only reason you made it this far, sir, ma'am, son, daughter, is walking by faith. You didn't get that business because of how smart you are. You're smart, but that ain't why you got it. You got it because you're a faithful giver and you're flourishing. Now, why would you hold back on your seed now? I'm just trying to figure out why you're going to do that now. Hmm? You, you didn't make it. Harvest didn't make it this far. And we got so much more to do, but we didn't make it this far. Started with nothing. Nobody helped us. Started with absolutely nothing. We didn't do this being rational. It's completely irrational to be an African-American man and start a multicultural church in a city with 4% African-American. That's dumb. That's irrational. But God, come on here. I need somebody to type, but God, I feel like running. I feel like I can leap through a troop, they used to say. Come on. All right. All right. Don't, don't do that now. Your marriage didn't get better from y'all being rational. It got better from you walking my faith, being irrational. So don't sit up now talking about, I've just been on Google all night. That's good. That's good. That's good. But just make sure that you're not letting your rationality overdo your spirituality and be more important your spirituality. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Come on. You're going to be num You're going to be the first. 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 So what does God tell him to do? He says, Lord, they're just standing there. They're not moving. Nothing's moving. Listen, nothing's moving for me. Who right now on prayer? I got to quit. I'm over time, but let's, let, let, let's go. Who right now on prayer? You feel like you're right at that stage where it's there, but it ain't moving. Where you at? Wave at me. Something's there, but it's not moving. Something is there, but it's not moving. Something is there, but it's not moving. Something is there, but it's not moving. It's standing. I can see it. I've prepared it. I've built it, but it's not moving. It's not moving for me. It's not moving. Who are you? Where have it been? What did you tell Ezekiel to do? Ezekiel, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy to air. Ruach. Not Ruach Kadesh. That's the Holy Spirit. Ruach. Generically, it means breath or spirit. Got it? It says, prophesy to it and tell it to fill them. What? So what does he do? He says, from the north, the, the south, the east, the west, I prophesied and I commanded the breath to fill them. What? This is crazy. This is nuts. But guess what, guys? Here it is, prayer. We can call in. It's probably about to end. You can call in what you need in the spirit. Ezekiel, you can call in oxygen. Did you hear me? You can call in oxygen to come fill them. Whatever you need, you can call it in. I just need you to type on the screen whatever it is you need. Here, here it is. Essentially, this is your prayer request. But whatever we need to call in the spirit, I need you to type it in tonight across every platform. I need you to call it in tonight across every platform 
Whatever it is that you don't be generic. Don't do not be generic. Notice he didn't say just call in, call in blessing. They didn't need blessing right now. What they needed was oxygen. So he called that in. I need you to be as specific as you can. And you're going to call it in tonight. You're going to call it in the spirit. You're going to call it in the spirit. Whatever it is, type it on that screen. God, I'm about to pray over what you type. So I need you to type it. Harvest Channel, I need you to type it. Uncommon Gospel, I need you to say it on the replay, on Facebook, and all the platforms. And Facebook's not malfunctioning. I need everybody to, uh, to type it. I need you to do it. Whatever it is in the spirit, put it on the screen now. I'm about to cover it. God, in Jesus' name, I cover everything that's being typed right now. In the name of Jesus. And we call it in. In the realm of the spirit. We call it in. God we are specific. And we are strategic. And we call it in. We have the ability. To call in everything. And anything that we need. Father we call in confidence tonight. God we call in discipline. Focus and wisdom in every area. We call in a new job at the bank. We call in debt freedom. We call in a strategy for multiple streams of income. We call in finances and clarity, focus, friendships. Come on, put it on there. We call in debt freedom. We call in, call in the success to finish a project. We call, I need you to be more specific than contracts. I need y'all to be specific. What type of contract? A contract might be to mess you up. I need you to be specific. We call in healthy, supportive relationships. We call in no more vertigo. We call in, I need you to be more specific in housing situation to change. I need you to be more specific. Come on. I'm not beating you up. I'm stretching you. I'm stretching you. Because he's going to answer what you call. What you call is going to answer. What you call is going to answer. God, what we call in the spirit is going to answer us tonight. In the name of Jesus, we call it in. We call in profitability. Come on. In the name of Jesus, we call in a cease to procrastination tonight. In the name of Jesus. We call in home ownership tonight in the name of Jesus. Come on. We call it in. We call it in tonight in the name of Jesus. Just like Ezekiel did to bring order to our lives. So there's no disorder and chaos and confusion. We call in what we need in the spirit. In the spirit, we call it in. In the spirit, we call it in. In the spirit, we call it in. In Jesus' name, I call in a new bracelet because I just tore mine up. We call that in now. In the name of Jesus. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Keep typing, guys. While you're typing, um, there's two things I want to do. Real quickly, if you're watching prayer tonight and you're not um, a Christian, in a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. So stick with me. We're almost done. Number one, if prayer bless you, I want you to sow into prayer tonight. You should always, always, always bless what blesses you. The Apostle Paul said it like this. If I have poured into you spiritual things, he says, pour back into me, Paul said, your natural things. Y'all laughing at me. I'm serious. I, I was so intense about that thing. I didn't tow it up. Um, so I call a new one in in Jesus' name. All right. But we, we certainly do that um, tonight. And so um, if you want to sow into prayer, you can do it a few different ways. Can I get you all to type this? And you can continue to type in the things you're calling in tonight across every platform. How do you sow? You can use the cash app, Bishop Foreman with the number one. Bishop Foreman with the number one. You can give that way. You can use Harvest Church Give if you want to use the church cash app and you can give it that way. You're also welcome to utilize... Um, our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Can I get a few of you to put that on the screen? Harvestchurch.church forward slash give. On, and you can use PayPal, Zelle, Venmo, Givelify, all of that. It's hello at harvestchurch.church. Hello at harvestchurch.church is the email associated with that. Lastly, what I want to do, if you're watching prayer tonight and you are not a Christian, number one. Number two, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, tonight's your night to come back to the Lord. And number three, I'm like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know what 
I don't know where things stand with God. Tonight's your night to be sure. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On a count of three, wherever you're at on any platform tonight, I just want you to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. We're going to love you and love your life. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right now. Hand wave emoji, say it's me across every platform. Again, I know Facebook is having a malfunction. It'll be on the replay on Facebook tomorrow night. But whatever you're on, Whatever platform you're on, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Come on. The hand wave emoji or say it's me. God came to get you on prayer tonight. And, and listen, there were some difficulties getting prayer started. Ooh, but we on here now. Come on. Come on. Wherever you're at, wherever you're at, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Give the hand wave emoji or say it's me wherever you are at. And we want to recognize your decision. Tonight, you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Let's do that hand wave emoji or say, it is me tonight. I'm going to count for you. I'm going to count down from 10. I don't want you to miss this moment. 10. I don't want you to miss this moment. 9. 8. Don't miss this moment. 7. We're waiting on you. 6. I see you. 5. Come on. I see you. 4. 3. 2. 1. Come on. Come on. I, I, I'm, I know. I see. Uh, uh. There we go. Come on. Come on. Come on. I want everybody. Guys, you can keep responding, but I want everybody to pray this for me tonight. I want everybody to pray this for me. Even if you're a Christian, even if you went to school with Jesus, I want you to pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or now sure, I want you to take out your phone and text the word decision. Can I get a few of y'all to type that on every platform? Text the word decision to the phone number 55498. And when you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away and show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Guys, the prayer bless you. Go sow into it. Mr. What should I sow? Um, well, how did it bless you? So 50, so 100, so 200, so 1,000, so 5,000, so 10,000. You're loaded. Do 100,000. Just do make it a cool million since you don't know what to do. All right. You, when you sow in the harvest, you're sowing in the good ground. How do I know that? You can go to Harvest Sister Church, Force Ask Give, and we show you, um, we, we count everything that we do, and you can go look because we update it all the time. You can go look. What happens? So not only are you being blessed by sowing, but you get to see how many people got saved because of your giving, um, how much money went to missions, domestic and abroad. So many great things. So go sow in the prayer if it bless you. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. I know we went a few minutes over, but I figured I'd give you a little gravy since we started a little, uh, a little late um, uh, tonight. Um, uh, and so I love you. Have an amazing night. Prayer where we play tomorrow night. Um, make sure you have our app um, so that you can get that time. Then also, let me say this. Church on Wednesday is going to be amazing. Uh, the, you ready for this? Okay, listen. I need I need y'all to listen. Here's Wednesday's message. What's taking so long? How many of us have thought that or said that in the last, listen, let's just go last week. How many of y'all have said that in the last week? Come on. What's taking so long? If you miss church on Wednesday, don't you complain to God about stuff taking long. Don't miss church on Wednesday. Don't miss church on Wednesday. That's Wednesday's message. 
what's taking so long? God's about to bring what you call. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Do not miss church on Wednesday. What time is it, Bishop? It's 7 o'clock Eastern or Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. It's going to be amazing. Make sure that you tune in to watch. And uh, we're about to call Mark Zuckerberg so he can get Facebook fixed so that uh, we don't have these street non-streaming problems to Facebook. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. If you're in Denver, the question, if you're in Denver, you can come in the building. Um, you can come to the building. If you're not in Denver, you can watch on any of our digital campuses. All my digital family, physical and digital family, I love you. My digital family, uh, you all are just the best. We have the best digital fam in the whole wide world, from Canada to South America, Dominican Republic, uh, L.A., Chicago, Houston, Atlanta, everywhere. You're the absolute best. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Y'all going to pray. Look, see, I didn't tow this thing up. I, look, I didn't tow my whole line up, all right? But I called in a new one in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Shalom, y'all. Go so. Go so. Go so. Love y'all. Have a good night. Go so. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin from makeup remover wipes to hydro boost water gel facial moisturizer. BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.